epic things, the kind of things that make life worth living. Epic things, kind of things that make your heart wanna sing. Epic things, time for another epic thing. Wow, thank you. That was beautiful, singer. My pleasure. Off he goes. Back to his all night, all night, all day jazz bar. Um, <laughs> he's, he's such a cool guy. You know how he does it? 60 a day, man. Really? Constantly puffing away on wow. a cigarette. Wow. Uh, hello, it's Colin Holt and Pete Heat here. Hello. Well, he's Pete Heat. I'm not both those people. No way. Um, I'm Colin Holt and he's Pete Heat. And this is Epic Things. It's, it's a show where we talk about epic, wonderful amazing things the more i say it the more i think epic really isn't the right word is it but we're talking about things that take you out of the the mundane and hopefully just give you some ideas of little things if you're feeling a bit down and depressed that you can do to pick yourself up uh like read a wonderful book or or, or sing a song to yourself <laughs> or look at a starling that... hopping across or look at a, a meadow starling. Or read the Daily Star. It's wonderful. Yeah. Honestly, it could really take you out. I can see a jay outside of my window, Pete, and it's really beautiful. Do you know the bird, the jay? Yeah, yeah, they're good little guys, oh, aren't they? Beautiful little guys. What a one. Thank you, God. I get very religious in this. Uh, <laughs> you do. In, yeah. Thanks, God, for making jays. Um, Cheers, uh, big oh, man. Oh, he's back. The jay's back. Uh, yeah, so today, tonight, wherever, whatever time it is for you, in this episode, we're talking to Rosie Holt who is a wonderful uh, comedian. Uh, she was in Edinburgh with us, um, well, at the same time as us, had an amazing run, I understand, sold out from the beginning, so couldn't get in. But wow. uh, her online videos, uh, political videos, uh, where she lampoons some of the bloody <laughs> members of parliament, mentioning no names, but it's uh, they're very, very funny. Uh, check them out. And shall we begin? Let's begin. Let's talk to Rosie Holt. Let's meet Rosie Holt. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, Rosie. That's so Hi. exciting. Hi, Rosie. How are you? Hi, Colin. You I'm look lovely. Right, thank you. Thank you. Thank God you put thank some you. bloody makeup on. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I had to. I mean, otherwise, I might as well just, you know, end it all. Yeah. You can't, you can't go out without makeup, especially on How's a Zoom. How's your voice? Is your voice a little, it sounds a little raw. You no, must have actually, been doing a lot of is... stuff about the Queen and so on. You've been busy. This... It's a busy time of year for you, the death of a monarch. It is. <laughs> I mean, oh, God, just so much news. Just, well, just yeah. one, one news. One news. One news one, for, one for big a long news. time. I've got a really good evening today, by the way, because of the big news, which oh. is this, which is this. Um, I got booked for this big corporate event, right? And I somehow yeah. double booked myself, so I got booked for two big corporate events on the same night. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. I'm going to have to cancel one of them. And then they both cancelled on me, but 
not before paying me. So I'm getting yes. paid. Wonderful. I'm getting paid for two events that I couldn't possibly have done both of, and I'm not going to either of them. Oh, it's wonderful! I, I think you should donate your fee to the Queen. To the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. so. I was just reading yeah. about that and all the on Twitter and all the wonderful Britons who are saying things like, I'll give whatever I have. <laughs> someone said that in response to the New York Times article, you know, about how much it's going to cost. And someone said, I am willing to give everything I have to make this the best funeral. Anyway, we've gone in hard political. And it's very dangerous. You've got to be so... Well, it's wonderful to have... Um... I'm just changing my video background because I feel like I'm cheating. But also, I, I don't know what's behind Colin's me. Colin's got a sort oh. of alpine, yeah, you've got, an I mean, alpine that's really scene. special. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, oh, well, you can no, see my dry the magic clean. magic is broken. And my Hoover and my ADHD award oh, for dear. having the best ADHD in Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely to have you, Rosie. Uh, another halt, but not a, not a true halt. What do you mean, I not a true halt? <laughs> there's no you in the middle. Uh, that I'm the <laughs> correct halt. Are you related to Nicholas Holt? No, I'm not. But occasionally one may Google one's name. Very rarely, because I'm terrified of what might come up. But uh, no, but it's... Um, and it always comes up with Nicholas Holt and Colin Firth's sexy bits in um, in that film, <laughs> in that Tom Ford film. That's what always oh, comes up if so you Google... Nice. If you Google Colin Holt. That's hard uh, that's Yes, it's really lovely. sweet. But no, I'm not. I don't think I'm related. Although I worked with another Holt, Duncan Holt, years ago when I was temping and it turned out we were related. So probably we are, but there <gasps> can only be so many halts. But do you think crazy. we're, you were a branch that, that refused no, we the were you? No, di- we were different. You, you were probably uh, trying to be like the, the original halts. Thought you'd stick in an extra letter. Oh, I I, what, sure, what, oh well, so for, maybe. For attention, for attention. You, you were think? the original yeah, halts. <laughs> yeah. And we were the fancy halts. We were the sort of, when the Normans came, we were like, oh no. <laughs> we were trying to blend in with the oppressor by adding a U. <laughs> oh, man. Wonderful. Rosie, how's it all going, first of all? I've seen some of your wonderful videos. I thought the Centerpox one was very, very funny. Oh, yeah, very good. Thank you well very done. much. Well done. Well, I was really sad because I wrote it and then Centerpox U turned. And I thought, oh, there goes that video. Then luckily, they did another silly thing, and I thought, okay, we can just, we can rework this. It's still got legs. It out. I think it's all right. I think it's pretty evergreen in a way because it's such a mad yeah. thing that happened. So Where are they at now? So they, they said everyone had to leave on the Monday, and then they said you can stay, but you can't leave your hut. Yeah. Now villa. they're saying you you can leave your villa, but you can't use you can't do anything there. So, okay. and also no. No, only only people who are already there can stay. So anyone who was due to come on Monday can't. So it's just sort of just sort of aimless people wandering around centre parks on Monday, That's looking so sadly at the activities they're not allowed to do. Isn't the idea? I mean, this this is now going out. Obviously, what we're recording now will go out um, when it's all done and dusted. Hopefully, yeah. Who knows what centre parks would have done since then? <laughs> yeah, I know. But isn't the idea that it gives staff a day off? Um, you know, to to mourn or whatever, or to watch it on telly, which is is fair enough, you know. But but like, but then they're going to have to employ more staff to stop people leaving their villas, aren't they? Yeah, so it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Patrol, patrol the forest. With cattle prods. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the speed that the news just... speed the news moves at actually, like by the time this comes out, even if it's just in a few days, it'll be like, well, oh yeah, there was some centre parks thing, wasn't there? You know, there'll be some new thing, yeah. won't there? This will this will be like yeah. this will be such so, old news. Um, 
but yeah. Rosie, you do marvellous uh, videos, as I, uh, uh, political videos. As I said um, to you when I saw you in Edinburgh and I did your podcast, um, yeah, someone put a great tweet, which it was I think it was a, 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 a good EMP, a Labour MP, maybe. <laughs> One of the good guys. But they said um, how your stuff, it just is so subtle and just captures... It's lovely. It's lovely. The way you Thanks, sort of, Colin. you really capture the sort of real uh, way they are as opposed to a kind of parody of, of MPs and all that sort of thing. Anyway, I'm just saying how great you are, Rosie. No, I, you, you can podcast. say that. That's very nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So epic things. We talk about epic things. What's your epic thing, Rosie, that you'd like to bring to this epic table? Uh, my epic thing is the novel that is The Count of Monte Cristo. Fuck. I've never read Massive. it. I heard you were going to bring this to the table and I started reading it last night and I'm I'm well in already. I'm loving it. But How yeah, many pages on. have you done, Pete? I, I've, it's on a Kindle, so who knows? It's just the infinite okay. scroll. Um, oh, have you really but, been doing it? Oh, wow. Yeah, I was yeah. reading it on my phone on the train and I'm, I love that shit. I love, I, I, it's it's I'm, so good. It's also the biggest book I've ever read. You could kill Kindle, a man though, with you it. You probably can't see. You could you could kill a man with it. And, and you, you really should. could. <laughs> and you should. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Go on. Hit, tell us about it. I mean, yeah. I I, I was going to read the little sort of cliff notes thing just so I had an overview of what you were going to be talking about. And I thought I don't want to spoil it for myself. But um, yeah. Well, but... you're very good, Pete. I I was also going to. I always. I'm always always going to but i never do <laughs> anyway that, i want that on my grave was always going to but never I did. was always going to <laughs> i never did i never got round to it but yeah sorry yeah tell us it. tell us a, a bit about this wonderful massive tome so i mean it is absolutely massive and i read it in lockdown one because it had always been one of those books that i'd seen and i thought oh, i should read you but it was so completely massive <laughs> i thought no and then the world the world stopped and i thought yeah. that whenever if not now then when so i sat yeah. down with it but it's so good it's so gripping when i was reading it i almost felt a bit sick because you'd finish a chapter and you go but what is going to happen next i can't i just oh, I really no it... yeah it's brilliant what... When is it from? Is it sort of post, um, you know, Brontes, or is it about the same time? Sort of. It's it um, po post French. Is it post French Revolution? Just past. I'm really yeah, bad at so dates. Can we yeah, sort of? Can we Google, of, can we Google Le, it? Le Miserable time. Is that right? So uh, yeah, I around think, that time. I think I, it's around right my. Me, which I haven't read that either, but very much want to. Have you read Le Miserable? Look, no, but I've no. seen the uh, <laughs> seen the musical. Seen the, uh, oh, seen fuck, it's good. Oh, God, that's a powerful piece, isn't it? Oh, it's great. But yeah, because oh, there is anyway. a book, wasn't it? So it was written, sorry, in... Yeah, it was a book. Finished in 1844, just to cut in. 1844 is when Count of Monte Cristo... He only finished it. Yeah, he man. started it in 1800. <laughs> yeah. It's a very <laughs> yeah, He was just book. writing it. Uh, I've never read a Dan Brown book, which are obviously renowned for being shit. But does it have that? But they were very gripping, and you want to know what happens next. He's very good at doing that, apparently. I've read one. I've read the Dan Brown book, the mm, one that yes. the everyone dog. got David silly Copperfield, about. Yes. <laughs> David Copperfield. Yes. Was that him? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's really. Yeah, it's David Copperfield. Wow. And then he really changed his style quite, after quite that. The same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've um, read one. The God Complex? No. The, What's the, it called? The, no. <laughs> Peter Rabbit? <laughs> Peter yes. Rabbit. The God yeah. thing. The God thing. The Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code, yes. Yeah. I've read that one. The God one. book. Yeah, yeah. Which I enjoyed, but it, is, but it, was, it was shitty. Like, you, you, you yeah. kind of go, 
it, it's very much reading in an airport sort of book. Yeah, okay, Brown. okay, yeah, yeah. But this is like this is really good it's a re- it's just a really good story. It's about I don't know I don't know how much you know about the Count of Monte Cristo, but it's about this is guy. Is it Alexander Dumas? I'm saying yes, I'm pronouncing everything Dumas, very French. I'm very who proud did of myself. course. The Three Musketeers, which I keep meaning yeah, to read yeah. when I started it, and I and couldn't, the... I didn't feel about it in the same way. Yeah, okay, because you're imagining them as dogs. <laughs> I'm just imagining <laughs> yeah. them as dogs. It's hard, so obviously. Think... The Muskerhounds, Muskerhounds was a lot, was definitely better. That was, um, yeah, it was but so yeah, good. You just think, will it be as good as that? I don't, I don't yeah. think well, so. Yeah. I'm like, well, I always. Cardinal Richelieu, I always, someone mentioned Cardinal Richelieu in conversation, which sounds unlikely, but they did. And uh, I still imagine he's, I still imagine he's a wolf because of that cartoon. I don't think I could yeah. not see him as a wolf. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, it's sorry. So, it's so good that, do you remember, do you remember also the, the, the rubbish film with Keitha Sutherland and Chris O'Donnell as D'Artagnan? Yeah. And he yeah. was like, hey guys, <laughs> let me join your team. Horrible. Yeah, it was, it was like horrible. Robin, wasn't it? It's like in uh, Robin Hood, you know, when Christian Slater plays Will Scarlet and he goes, uh, yeah. there was a rich man from Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that film was rubbish, wasn't it? The, the Three Musketeers yeah. one, I remember that. Yeah, it was, Tim it was Curry was Cardinal Richelieu. Anyway, sorry, The Count of Monte Cristo. That's what I want to hear about. <laughs> Count of Monte Cristo. So it is, it's all, if I remember, I mean, God, I didn't read it that long ago, but I, I can't, it, it is all sort of set in that kind of post- um, French Revolution era when everyone is kind of uh, allegiances keep changing and people who were on side are now getting um, thrown in prison and all that kind of stuff. And right. it's about this young guy who's really nice and idealistic and comes back from some a, a voyager. He's a sailor or something. And he meets his beautiful fiance who he loves and he's going to marry. And then he gets monumentally screwed over slash framed by this oh, other wow. guy. I can't remember why. No, I think it's several people screw him over and they, they all frame him for for something. I can't even remember what it is, but yeah. it's something to do with changing allegiances. And he gets thrown into prison. He gets thrown into prison and he's there for, for 10 years, I think, for certainly for a long period of time. Oh, and then nice. he escapes and he comes back and he finds out that one of the guys who screwed him over is now married to his fiance, and the other guys who screwed him over are all now really fancy people in society and he starts about exacting his revenge and it's just oh wow brilliant. amazing it's that so good is it, and as it does he actually kill them or does he just kind of don't tell me cleverly? don't tell me i won't oh, i won't, yeah, right. I won't tell you but <laughs> oh, he, he does okay. i mean it definitely goes through some very elaborate complicated ways of getting his revenge to the point where you're going god Wonderful. this is what are you what are you doing here where he just because when he emerges Move no one on, recognizes mate. him because it's sort of like 15 10 15 years later and he's reinvented himself he suddenly comes back and he's really rich and no one knows who this rich guy is and so he sort of inveigles himself in high society and just goes about subtly screwing them all up. It's so I'm, great. I'm just at the beginning where he's he's still like the sort of golden boy and he's come in on his ship and he's just been told he's going to be made the captain and he's about to get married to his beautiful girl. And everyone, yeah, everyone's sort of jealous him. of him. Like there's the guy who, who should have been the captain, he thinks, on the ship who hates him. And there's the um, there's the guy who fancies his girlfriend who hates him. And, and uh, yeah, and they're all sort of, uh, they're all discussing, like plotting basically how they're going to get him. Uh, oh, but, wow. Yeah, so you know that's going to happen. Uh, but, and is, does he sort of deserve it 
No, he's <laughs> really like, nice. He's a bit of a dick. He's, he's really nice. He's, ridic- he's ridiculously nice. He's just a yeah. nice guy who just loves his fiance, loves his job, loves his captain. Right. I mean, what's interesting? One of the things that's interesting about the book is in that first bit, you kind of think, "Oh, what a love, what a lovely guy," and how awful these awful things are happening to him. When he emerges, yeah. he's a real cunt. The, most of the book, <laughs> oh, when he's he comes a bit back. Of a cunt. He's, he, lost he's kind of ruthless and he doesn't care who else is sort of... And also his, his plans are so sort of Machiavellian and, and so, so you're kind of rooting for him. You really want him to get revenge because he's been so, so screwed over. I mean, who wants to be in a solitary confinement for 10 years? Absolutely sucks balls. Personally, I'd hate Bloody that. horrible. <laughs> Especially yeah, back then as well. Good. There'd be no heating, probably. No, no heating. Wi-Fi. No, no PlayStation. Wi-Fi at best. Probably yeah. not even any drugs, or maybe drugs. No, actually. I don't like think we've got any drugs. No, you don't think a little bit of wacky <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little, they just sneak it through the bars. He's in a dark cell. He's got no Horrible. windows in the middle of an ocean, so it's like unescapable. You're going. He's never going to escape out of this. He's in this. Oh, this island great, Rosie. In the middle of an ocean, in in this solitary confinement because they they think he's mad. So they lock away the key. And you just think, how's this, how's this guy going to get out? And he's stuck wow. there for years. Like, I was reading a bit of background about it in this sort of intro to this, this version I was reading. And it, it, so it came out when um, novels were all uh, serialised, right? So they'd come out in the newspapers ch- like a chunk oh, at yeah. a time. And, yeah. and people would, the way people bought newspapers, they'd have a subscription for the year rather than individual, um, individual uh, issues at a time. And so the newspapers would pay these authors like ridiculous amounts of money to come up with like the next big gripping thing, like the new Netflix box set, right? Um, and and they just realised they could put adverts in the papers and like and halve the price of the subscription, which meant that loads of people were buying these um, subscriptions because it was suddenly way cheaper than before. So there was this massive boom in people like voraciously devouring these um, these novels that were coming out, like being drip fed yeah. you like a chapter at a time or whatever. So it was like that kind of cliffhanger thing of like each chapter has to end with it, like oh my god, what the, what's going to happen? And oh, so wow, it's got yeah. this real sort of um, driving narrative where you're like. Oh God! I just need that one last. I just need one more chapter. Um, so yeah, that's that was the sort of context. Well, because yeah, because Dickens is like that Dickens, as well. Yeah. When you read Charles Dickens, mm. every chapter it's sort of like them and you go, oh my God! I have to <laughs> Which I on. love about with Dickens because I've only read a. Actually, I'm going to talk about Dickens. I think next time. But I love the um, the way uh, the way he sort of does. Uh, it feels like because of that magazine thing, it feels like he is slightly making it up a bit as he goes along, and he's just a bit like, <laughs> yeah. right. And uh, anyway, that was his his brother. No, it wasn't his brother. It was his dad. Anyway, don't worry about it. Move on. It's just like he's kind of like. But I love that. It makes it feel very fresh and exciting. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think oh, Dumas like okay. like Dickens. He's got like a whole cast of characters, so oh, it gets very sort of intricately plotted with. All sorts of different people, and some really kind of radical characters as well. Where you go, oh god, I can't believe, um, I can't believe they they got away with that or doing that. Then that's extraordinary. Hmm. That there's right, there's, like kind well, of revolutionary feminist. Well, well there's uh, one character, and it's hard to say it without spoiling, spoiling it. it. Okay, yeah, but he's sort of basically is more comfortable dressed as a man, and they're just kind of like. Yeah, this is great. It's just yeah. It's just kind of quite a rad. There's just a few things like that where you go, oh wow, it went there. That's brilliant. Wow, yeah. Well, I <laughs> I think great. maybe 
maybe things like that happen in the day and people were just like, oh, okay, because they, they hadn't built up the <laughs> yeah. level of hatred and intolerance towards... I, do you know what I mean? They hadn't yeah. maybe it hadn't become a stigmatized thing, so stuff like that yeah. just happens sometimes. In case you yeah. saw a look of panic in my face when you said about dressing like a man, that wasn't at the what you said. I just suddenly thought. No, I, I no, I, I think you made thought, it clear how you feel. <laughs> I suddenly no, thought I, I hadn't pressed record on the bloody recording, so I was oh like, boy, oh, no! but um, I have. It's fine. You have, thank uh, God. I wasn't like this. Oh, man. Thank God for that. <laughs> yes. I'm out spouting gold here. Yeah, I'm just glad you gold. changed the subject because I did not know what I. I was talking about just then and it sounded like absolute nonsense it made me think as you were telling me about the book then which sounds wonderful i think everyone must read it i'm definitely it's really good it's it. really exciting yeah. although i did say that about don quixote about 20 years ago and i'm yet to finish chapter one i really do think everyone should read this book it's so good i mean yeah. also it does have a few things where where you'll be like oh like he's got this um Oh, there's this really grim bit where he's got this. So he's got this um, this black servant who he rescued from slavery, but he talks about it and he goes, they cut off his tongue because he'd stolen something and spoke back, and then they were going to kill him. And I let them cut off his tongue because I thought I quite liked the idea of having a mute servant. Ooh. And then I saved him. <laughs> and you go, ah, and that I, I mean, that was when Council Monte Cristo. I thought, do you know what, mate? I don't think you're a very nice person. But also what's bonkers wow. is Alexander Dumas, oh. he was mixed race. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe I did know that. Right. Yeah. I, did, I didn't, but wow. Amazing. That's funny. Oh, I think he was sort of white know. passing, but his dad was, it was you know, his, his dad was very much um, mixed mixed race. Well, his, wow. I think his, his dad's mother was black. Mm. But, right. So you kind of go, oh my, so the, so the slavery cool. stuff is kind of weird. Yeah. Just, yeah, I want to know about his life as well. He sounds very cool. Yeah, that is really I weird. Think he, Unless it's, I think he was he's um, commenting he on having the lots of ladies. Okay, oh, really? well, that's, that's you know. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. Things were very different then. Uh, but, okay, I must read that. Also, I think he wrote The Man in the Iron Mask, didn't he? Yes, he did, mm. yeah. Which I just saw on Netflix or some streaming thing. There's a movie that's come out called Iron Mask, which I think is a retelling of The Man in the Iron Mask with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, wow. Uh, it yes. Does, it's not who else would have wanted. Yeah. yeah, but I watched the whole trailer, right? And all the Schwarzenegger bits seem to be this one scene. So I think he's in it for five minutes, but he's like the main, he's like the headline actor. Right. Because then the in the trailers, this obviously is whole of a story with a, a, a woman character who isn't named, who goes off and has loads of adventures. And that just keeps coming back to the same scene with Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. <laughs> so I think they're both just in one scene, but the whole film sold on them being in it. Apparently. I love the idea of Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan just recreating all these great... <laughs> yeah! Sense of sensibility. Yeah, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Jane Eyre, they could do it all. Yeah, yeah. Jane Eyre with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger as as Mr. Rochester. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. and Jackie yeah. Chan as as it's the, the mad woman character. in the attic. Yeah, yes, the mad woman in the attic. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be good. Wow. Just jumping around, bouncing off walls and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. That was my Jackie Chan impression. Yeah, it was, it was very really good. good. Jackie, Jackie Chan as really an evil brilliant. ghost. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Rosie. Um, we, we're running say, out of time already because yeah. I'm so late. Oh, sorry. We used to say, does it go in the epic bin? Or, or is it epic? an epic win? It's an epic win. I think everything it's definitely is an, an epic, epic win. win. We've, we've been that format. Is, the format's gone in the epic bin. Um, it's but... quite cool that, that that's where that um, that sort of story probably originated, the revenge. Oh, I suppose actually it's Hamlet, isn't it? Forgive me. <laughs> but um, 
Yes, but but you no, know but those westerns. Been... Yeah, the westerns people... where a, co- a a cowboy comes back and and kills all the people who murdered him as a ghost, that kind of thing. Yeah, which I love, and that's I I didn't expect it to be like that. I always think old big books like that are going to be sort of very lush and boring. No, you know I mean, but it's they so never good. are because they're meaty. they're classics because they're good, basically, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're classics it's really because brilliant. they're good. And, and once <laughs> yeah. once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. You can't bloody get out. Can't bloody get, get out. out of this bloody book. Get, well. Duma! <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because you're on, Rosie, I thought I'd, uh, you know, and you, you probably hate this, but because you're talking about politics all the bloody time, I thought I'd, uh, I, I mean, you probably hate that I'm like, oh, I should do a political one because Rosie's on. Yeah, but, I do. Um, I fucking hate it. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, as in like, you're like, I'm so much more than that, guys. You might... <laughs> I want you to see my desdemona. Um, but uh, the 1997 win for Labour, that was an epic thing for me. Woohoo! Wasn't that exciting? Little did oh we know God, what was going to happen. So retro. Oh, oh wow, it was God. wonderful. Wow. I was sixteen I remember... or seventeen. Yes, oh, I remember my... when that happened. Yeah, so my dad, Big Colin, bless him, no longer with us. He was a big CND man, real uh, Labour man. Obviously, New Labour were not what he was hoping for, but it was. It was still, you know, we definitely been brought up with this kind of. Tr- uh, left-wing tradition and and he was like part of yeah the minor strikes and all that stuff and um yeah within our household thatcher and all that stuff was just absolutely hated and the idea of labor getting in it was so cool um it was just so wonderful wasn't it that moment and i remember i was at the nottingham labor party party because i knew alan john was it alan johnson was here no oh no alan simpson alan simpson was an mp so i knew his son so we ended up going to the uh um Labour Party party. And I always remember one thing that really made me laugh was everyone was like cheering and, oh my God, this is amazing, you know. And uh, there was a little band there. of like, I say little because they were kind of teenagers and they were kind of like one had a ponytail and stuff and they were like, <laughs> just coming up to this guy and he's like, um, mate, do you mind if we, uh, do you want us to start playing the music now, uh, you know, uh, for the band? And um, this guy went, look, mate, I've been waiting 18 years for this. I don't need to wear your band, thank you very much. Oh my <laughs> not god! Not being rude, not being rude, but come on, you know. And it was, uh, it was oh, a very man. beautiful moment. But yeah, oh it was god. so, 
it was so wonderful and exciting and it felt so positive, even though everyone was like, yeah, but they're a bit Tory light and all that stuff. But it still felt so exciting. And, and, and when you look back at what they did, not including the Iraq war, but all the other stuff, you see how much better a government can be than the ones we've had for the last 12 years. But um, I think it's very sad now, you know, like a lot of members of my family just hate Labour so much because of Tony Blair. But then, weirdly, I don't even think it's because of the Iraq war. I don't think they really care about the Iraq war. There's something about, I don't know, maybe feeling tricked that they yeah, had a well, good... Yeah, well, he did... Tony, Tony Blair, I mean, <clears throat> the, the Iraq war aside, he did do quite a bit of damage. I mean, and he did right. some, some quite terrible policies, like, for example... He started started the trend for um, indefinite detention in in prisons. So suddenly, under Tony Blair, people really? could um, people could get indefinite sentences. Where you suddenly have, and you still have people in prison at the moment who've got indefinite sentences from their time oh, in wow. Tony Blair. Is that in in England is, in the UK? Yeah, in England, yeah. just completely yeah. inhumane. And there were sort of little what, things he... like that. He right. And Sorry, he also sort of checked with the terror laws. He did some things that were a bit. Shifty, and it's and I so know what you mean because the, sorry, I remember with the what laws? With the um, what laws? just with sort of terror with um terrorists. Tarot. And... Oh, oh, I I, I, <laughs> I thought yeah, you said tarot. tarot. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, tarot, fuck, oh is tarot illegal? Because tar- I'm doing really it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop really, doing tarot. He really clamped down on tarot cards. Yeah. It was, I know, um, it was just shocking. It was just yeah. shocking. <laughs> yeah. I am, um, but I know what you mean because I remember when you came to mm. power, and I and I can't remember how how old I was, but I remember my parents being really excited and just feeling, again, this sort of excitement, which has been sort of lacking since, was just because we've had Tories for so long. And I think, obviously, Tony Blair was um, disappointing in lots of ways. He was good in lots of ways as well. I don't think he was completely terrible. But, but yeah, it's kind of sad when you think back to that sort of optimism. And yeah, and I find myself now, I guess, because now I'm 43 with kids and all this stuff, and I worry constantly about about the news and everything. And and it's definitely become a rosier thing, which I see on uh, Twitter and stuff. You know, people now talk about the Blair government and yeah. kind of go, just see it as great, this golden age almost, you know, which obviously, as you say, he did a lot of dreadful things. Um and we don't, I suppose we don't have time to work out why or what happened. But yeah, but what I really find upsetting is the way, I mean, people I knew growing up who were quite strong left-wing people have suddenly switched to being literally BMP people, you know. Yeah. Have gone so far the other way. It's not even they've like gone, oh yeah, I used to support Labour, actually I'm a Tory. It's like they've gone, you know. Do you think and I don't know whether the, that's betrayal or, tarot. I think it's the tarot. It's of the tarot. I mean, Nottingham, yeah. Nottingham was built on tarot, as you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, we had the tarot wars. <laughs> and if the cards are telling you something's going to happen, then a lot of the card, there is that card that has Nigel Farage on it. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, it's like UKIP. It is. So I'm in Nottingham. I'm... We say what what tarot tells you. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a saying, isn't there? What's the saying? The, the saying, saying in Notting is, yeah. uh, what what tarot says, tarot do. <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> not a lot of Nottingham doesn't make sense to me. Are you from Nottingham, Rosie? You're not, are you? Yeah, I'm from Nottingham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where are yeah. you from? No, I'm from uh, Somerset. Oh, 
Why did I, I thought maybe you were from the Midlands? I'm from okay, the lovely. Coventry, so, um, which is another Midlands delight, oh, yeah. Coventry. Um, so I guess Tony Blair goes in the epic bin, doesn't he? Well, I'm afraid even that moment of exhilaration. Well, but it's the it's the moment, when I heard the, about the tarot laws. But the moment, just, the moment it's was great. Away. It's the potential of the yeah. moment, isn't it? That's the, the moment was thing. really good. So I I was I'm I'm only slightly younger than you, so I'm I'm 39. But I didn't really I wasn't quite old enough to really latch onto this this thing of like. Oh I, I, sorry, can I just I just want to make it clear I am younger than both of you. I just want to start that for the, no, I got the that. record. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. I was very yeah. surprised when you knew Dog Tanyan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm not that much younger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm okay. just, just, yeah. just, just. That. Okay, fine. So, so I don't remember feeling like the yeah that that kind of that feeling because I guess I wasn't I was wasn't kind of part of the I don't know discourse or whatever <laughs> whatever at that point. But also, my parents are like uh, conservatives, and you know, so I I was experiencing a whole different set of. Um, a whole different load of input around the, the exact same oh. event, so I didn't really have it. I, I now I I can imagine exactly what it would have been like, but um, yeah, I didn't I didn't have that excitement at all. It was just this sort of weird thing that my parents were suddenly annoyed about a guy on TV quite a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, or would they get annoyed with him then? Because I only grew up in a household where it, like Thatcher would come on and my dad would shout at the screen and stuff. Yeah, but I don't I know if they thought were people would do that, but uh, but. Because Tony Blair was fairly, but they thought of him as like a bit of a sort of a yob, <laughs> you know, like that kind of like. Oh really? Like he's not That's a proper funny. politician. Yeah, sort of a bit like that. Like it's probably chewing gum, being all cool. Tony Britannia. Blair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being all cool Britannia with his cool bands. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, okay, like that, he's that not a serious of. politician, kind of. Yeah, That's and funny. like, yeah, that that kind of trying to be trying to be cool and irrever- irreverent. I don't know if he was trying to be, but you know, that was the sort of image, wasn't it? With like palling up with Oasis. Cool. Yeah, well, not to my parents. Pretty, pretty hot. I met him I once. My... Oh, yeah? Oh, did you? Won an art competition and got to go to Downing Street, shook his hand, and wow. he signed a, he signed my autograph book. Oh, cool. Wow. He didn't really look at me. Didn't look at me. Oh, really? That oh, did he not? not? No. You see, I, I heard from someone who met him that he really looked you in the eye and did all that kind of, you know. Not really. I think maybe because I was a 12, 12-year-old and he thought, I'm not going to bother looking at this 12-year-old. I'll sign a piece of so paper and she can go on her way. <laughs> Quite right. I've got wars to start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tarot to destroy. Yeah. Um, lovely. All right, Pete, what's your epic thing? Okay, it's a quick we, one. We don't have much uh, time, do we? Yeah, yeah. Sorry for, All right. I've banged on I'll be again. very quick. Uh, my epic thing You've got one is... minute. <laughs> <laughs> my epic thing is Stoke Newington Graveyard. Right, the, the, the place. It's called Ab- Abney Park, yes. I think, or Abney Cemetery, maybe. Um, A B N E Y. It also, this kind of applies to pretty much any overgrown graveyard. If you're not near Stoke yeah. Newington, pop into High the graveyard. Highgate is a good one. Highgate's a good one, yeah. And Classic. like, there's, there's, some, there's something about that one though, like because it's just, there's the there's the there's the high street which is all bustling with. Um, I don't know what used to be called Yummy Mummies. There's probably a cooler name for them now. <laughs> but there's the high street and it's all... Uh, and then you sort of go down this weird little alley and you're suddenly in this overgrown kind of beautiful... If it feels like you've wandered into some sort of Indiana Jones overgrown temple, it's, it's mad. Uh, do you know... Do you have any... Have either of you been there? No. No. No, I know so the one you mean, but I, mean, I don't I've think I've ever Stone went Newington, in it. but I haven't been yeah. in there, no. Well, so, so it's yeah. not... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a massive contrast from like the rest of Stoke Newington, basically. It's like... Because yeah. they, they deliberately let it kind of go all overgrown and um so so the great the graves are all um you know at angles and like with like ferns and stuff growing over them and it's all and like sunlight is streaming through the trees and there's like loads of wildlife and birds and it's got this real it feels kind of um 
like in, and, and I'm, I'm not a religious person but it's got this sort of holy feeling to it you know it feels like really still and calm and beautiful and um there's something about like the the way that you can see it's like you can see into the past almost because there's, there's layers and layers of gravestones each one more overgrown and, and more eroded so there's there's ones where you can barely make out like a line of text on it and it's a uh, yeah. And there's the new ones that have just been chiseled and whatever. And it just, it's got this feeling of, um, you can sort of feel the time. Like you feel like you're in a place that has, yeah. that, where you can feel all of history sitting there on top of it, on top of itself, like in layers. It's really weird. It's quite hard to explain, but like normally, oh, you, you know, the moment that the present moment passes, it's gone. And then you're, you know, yeah. you can't hold on to it, but, but it's, uh, it's all still there. It's like layered on top of itself. Um, and so you just, you feel like you're in this weird little oasis of, um, of time I don't, it's just i don't know if this is coming across what exactly i'm saying but it's got, it, it gives you this yeah peter that was almost yeah. like a poem <laughs> thank you yeah it was lovely it was i've been writing that all night yeah um, <laughs> very no, nice. um yeah so so it's 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 really just a really nice place to go and there's, there's also that thing of do you know the the roman thing of memento mori have you heard that phrase? Yeah. yeah, so, so it's like... It's a Victorian um, thing, isn't it? Well, it, I think it, it... Or maybe it's Roman it, and then they... Yeah, yeah, yeah I so I, I think it dates it. back even to um, sort of ancient Greece. But basically the idea that... Um, this sort of reminder to yourself and not not in a kind of bleak and depressing way but this reminder to yourself that your time is finite and that you're going to die right which isn't necessarily yeah. as depressing as it sounds because because it can make you i think we've talked about this before actually Colin, haven't we but like it's a stoic ha- thing i think isn't yeah, it yeah and this sort of stoics that- nowadays are often dreadful people but the original yeah <laughs> the ideas i think are pretty strong yeah like the yeah just just yeah. Just this Rather reminder. than living in a, a the idea that you're going to live forever and everything's yeah, make the most stuff. of it, and then the when something it. happens, it's awful. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah definitely. So, so I've got hair in my mouth. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> and there, there was uh, so, so, and there were all these clocks from I don't know what period, but with bones and skulls all over them, and like they like, like Latin inscriptions oh, wow. going like going like um, each. So this, this isn't in the graveyard. This is just talking about the memento more. I think like you can get these, okay, these yeah. clocks from a bit later that have this sort of death imagery all over them and, and like these uh, i wrote down the the sentence because it's pretty grim um there's this there's some of them have this inscription called uh, i won't bother reading the latin because i'll mispronounce it but it's it means they all wound and we won't and, know what it means yeah okay. so this is what it means uh, they all wound and the last kills and it's talking about the seconds seconds that pass. They, they all wound and the oh, last wow kills. that's pretty grim isn't it but like, like i mean second. that's a very depressed person wrote that, that, that is that is but it's this thing of like you know come on chop chop get you you know <laughs> live your life do it now um, yeah and, i suppose yeah yeah I, I used to be like especially when i was younger i used to be always be really conscious of that not that i was going to die but like that kind of need to get stuff done and i remember really kind of identifying with that thing of just like yeah. sorry I was going to say you know what the, the female equivalent is of that is that horrible poem um, that I think was in Victorian times I can't remember who did it and it was gather ye roads ga- gather ye rosebuds while ye may do you remember that one? Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah which was basically like yeah, girls one. you'll only be pretty for a short oh, while yeah. <laughs> so you better bloody get a move on yeah, yeah. get yeah. your man yeah it's like well, the way men are like now. oh yeah you've got to do all this stuff before you go <laughs> yeah. yeah like nowadays that's still very much a thing isn't it that whole biological clock's ticking like have you not got a husband and a kid yet you know that that thing that's a real that's a that's still very current isn't it people get treated Gabby's like that sperm while you yeah. i don't know what they're <laughs> yeah but why why have they got to gather all the roses they've got to gather the rosebuds because it's like oh look 
Yeah, because you, you're looking all rosy and lovely now. I can't remember the whole poem, but that's basically the gist of it. It's like, oh, okay. you look all pretty but Soon girls, you'll be an aged crone. But soon you'll be an aged crone. <laughs> yeah. And you was, you, 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 back in the day, you were an aged crone by 27. Yeah, it was a really you short done. window. You, it was it's over done. by that point. There's an old oh, Marvel, yeah. there's an old Marvel poem to his coy mistress. Do you know that one? Oh um, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's like similar similar thing. It's kind of going. It's like a basically it's like a guy like haranguing his girlfriend to sleep with him by writing a <laughs> by writing a poem about it, and it's all about like, come on, you're gonna be dead soon, and then I'll be yeah. on, and like there'll be worms crawling on it's you. Like... And would, wouldn't it be better if instead of a worm crawling on you, it was me? Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's that I mean, of... yeah, when you put it like that, maybe I'd I mean, be won over by that. But, That's yeah, that would be how to get like me that... into bed. There's that weird bit in Greece too, where they. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. How many times have you seen Greece too? But I, I, where I'm they. Not, I'm not hugely familiar. One of the first so one. I get, they, I, they trick. They it's trick set her. During yeah, so this guy, I guess, because it's set during when nuclear bombs were a big thing, and they still are. But you know when it was, and uh, yeah. so he, I think he like finds one of the characters finds a nuclear bunker, and then tricks a girl in there, and um, basically tells her the bombs are going to drop. That there's oh. been, you know, the warning has happened, so we should we should have sex. Wow. And but it's all done in song. song. It's yeah, yeah, you mustn't look worried because it's all done in jolly song. Wow. And it's all it goes, just it's all just charming and fine. The song goes, let's do board. it for our country, the red, the white, and blue. Jesus yeah. Christ. You know. So uh, Greece one it's, it's, is very different to Greece two by the sound yeah. of it. Well, oh. Greece two's pretty anyway, let, we don't have time for Greece. <laughs> no, no, we don't right have time now. for Greece. No. You know, I um, went round Edinburgh, my daughter's getting quite into graveyards now, and it's a tricky thing. How old's your daughter? Talking about death. She's seven. Uh, she likes them, but she's, you know, people in my family have died. So she's, we've had to kind of have all that conversation very early on. It's, it's very fucking tricky. And you always think yeah. I'll be really honest with them about stuff and all that. But in actual fact, you go, yeah, we go into the sky. Do you know what I mean? When it happens, you just kind of say that because to, but yeah. to the point where I've sort of made myself believe it. And you know what? I'm kind of happy. And now I do. <laughs> I think, yeah, we go into the sky. That's really that's nice. It, it was know, like you're, you're, you're talking, the sky, talking to but, your daughter, but, but also to you. You're also exactly. That's literally yeah. what, But do you um, remember the point when you really, because I heard on a podcast, um, the other day they were talking about uh, the point when you realise you're going to die. And this guy was saying he just lay in bed, like he was seven or eight, and he just couldn't get out of bed for like a month when it happened, when he realised, do you know what I mean? Because he just uh, yeah. couldn't cope with it. And he said I, he was like th- three years or something, he was just incapable of doing anything because he was so... I mean, he had a breakdown, basically. Wow. Um, he sounds yeah. like he needs to pull himself together, though. Come bloody on, hell, mate. mate. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Every mate. second wound. Gather your bloody roses, mate. <laughs> Gather <laughs> your tick, roses. Tick, tick, tick. I had an agent <laughs> once who uh, was quite insane, and um, I was going to meet her, and she sent me... I was slightly late because I have ADHD. Now we know. Um, so I can be late for everything. But she um, just t- sent me one message, text, that just said, tick, tick. <laughs> Oh wow! She was terrifying. Oh no. god! Quite oh, exciting. That would have to me out. Yeah, yeah. Tick, wow. tick. Wow. Tick, tick. Okay. So on that note, a mundane thing is time uh, and the horrific waste of it that happens by getting those fucking emails where you, if you buy anything or do anything, you're just constantly getting emails, and then you try and unsubscribe. 
and you have to then have to go back into your account to unsubscribe from getting marketing emails. Oh. So marketing emails are in the bin. Yeah. And it, I genuinely get quite angry about it because I know it's a very minor thing and it doesn't really matter. But no, I'm but like, it's so Fuck annoying. Off. Leave me alone. I, especially now I have kids and I'm a dad and you never know how long you're going to be around, as yeah. we said. I don't want to spend any seconds of my life doing um, that because yeah. it's, it's just so invasive isn't it nowadays it's like every everyone's constantly trying oh you like that well you'll like all these things then and let me tell yeah. you all about them forever you know yeah. anyway i hate it so hate much it. Straight, in, straight in the mundane so that's bin. my mundane thing in the um, bin shall i give you my mundane thing yes um, yes it's, it's not but again uh, if it, you could make it a poem would be wonderful uh, okay. yeah i'd like it as a poem <laughs> okay well i'm that's not going to cool. do that <laughs> um but here's the this this is I mean, it's not that mundane it kind of amuses me but something my brain does automatically to the point of annoyance right there's certain phrases that when people say it, my brain automatically does this thing i'll give you an example whenever anyone says pros and cons right are there certain pros and cons my brain mm. goes frozen prawns <laughs> <laughs> it just straight away, instantly goes. Fro- <laughs> it goes frozen prawns, and and so often that I have to actually say it to get it out of my head. So I go frozen cod, and I go frozen prawns, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, oh no, no, nothing. I'm so sorry. So I've told, that I've told my brilliant. wife about this, and now she's got it as well, lodged into her head. So so hopefully, hopefully next time one of you hears someone say um, frozen frozen cods, you'll just think frozen prawns. All right, that's a mundane thing. I like that. I like okay. that. My my yeah, wife like has that. a thing if. If you say take offence, she has to like <laughs> pause for a second because she imagines a man picking up a fence and taking it away. Yeah. But she has to actually just stop and oh, have that, that image and then she oh, can carry on talking. Oh, that's yeah. good. I've got one yeah. more actually on the same, the same uh, kind of thing. Whenever I see a sign on the underground that says way out, right, which is everywhere because it says way yeah. out because there's a, I always think like I, I picture it like a surfer saying it like way out dude, far out <laughs> and so in my head i see it and i just always go far out and I'm like, oh god i'm doing it again and it's just taking out a valuable valuable real estate in my brain that sort of shit man yeah anyway. you do have to waste a lot of time just just reminding yourself of that thing you don't need but i to think know that's nice okay because you know the yeah. underground can be a sad and lonely place and if you're yeah, thinking of a totally surfer cool dude saying way out whenever you're leaving it i think that's lovely okay good yeah thank you yeah He's with you. He's there. He's with you. Maybe it's God. I don't know. I've gone very religious. Maybe it's God. (laughs) He works in mysterious ways. Very mysterious ways. (laughs) He becomes a surfer in your brain. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Right. Um, that sounds like one of those books that does really well. God is a surfer in your brain. Oh yeah, like a sort yeah. of self help. Everyone gets self help for middle management, and it will tell you about how to surf your way to promotion. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking more of kind of memoir about. A tough time when they oh, with, with a poem, with a poem was a in surfer. the little graveyard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. This has been an epic episode. It really has. Well, what, Rosie, do you have a mundane thing for us? Um, do yes. You have I mean, such similarly, a thing? <laughs> do, do I have such a thing? <laughs> um, so similarly, it's kind of email based. I get so so. I got sca- I got properly scammed uh, a few years ago, and the police. When it happened, the police warned me. They said you've got to be careful because now the scammers would have given your details to all the other scammers so you'll be oh, getting no. you'll be getting even more than anyone else so i get so many scam emails all the time all the time pretending to be things like oh your um th- th- this package or your uh, your computer virus thing has run out or i even mm. had one saying we heard you've been scammed we're a scam support group all oh, these fuck. things 
I just get them all. I get them all the time. I get loads of them daily, and it's so annoying. And wow. I keep moving them into my junk, and they just just it's really annoying. It's really irritating. It's a daily reminder of how Does gullible it not go, I am as well. It doesn't go straight into your spam folder even then? No, it doesn't. They've got some kind no. of special way of, oh, they bastards. Got, there's just, I think there's just too many of them. There's so many of them. And also because mm. I have, since the time I got majorly scammed, I have fallen for one or two of them. Okay, <laughs> there's just enough. so many of them. Wow. There's so well, many that's of why them. they do it. I like the fact that they pass on the love, though, to each other. You I know, know it's nice. Honor, isn't it? I like that they've scammers. got friends. Yeah. 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 Well, I had a thing recently where I, my, my, my Edinburgh show was streamed on Next Up, you know, the online streaming thing. Oh, yeah. um, and um, someone who'd watched it messaged me on Twitter, you know, like in an at reply thing going, um, I enjoyed that. Do you have a, a Ko-Fi or a coffee coffee or whatever it's called or a PayPal that I can, you know, I can donate to? And instantly someone replied with my profile picture and with a name that with my name <gasps> as their name. And it wasn't and, the... and, and um and and uh, yeah and uh, and like this sort of fake because I got like a little blue, you know, one of the little verified pics, but they had a little blue yeah. emoji next to their name to make it look like that. So it looked looked like it was the real thing. And uh, instantly replied going, um, yeah, thanks, glad you liked it. And it was a link to their own fucking PayPal. Uh, and wow. um, yeah, so there's people like constantly, they, in fact, it's probably not a person constantly searching. It's probably like some script, um, you know, like someone's written a code probably to just search for people going, do you have a PayPal? And then and then what? Mm. And it instantly replies automatically with a, and scrapes the profile picture of the person that they've messaged and uses that. And anyway, yeah, that's... Um, that's a cool new thing to look out for. I mean, oh, God. About that, but yeah. well, I did, I did have someone set up a fake account of me, but they, they copied it completely. They blocked me. And then they were, they were again, they were, that, that's kind wow. of what they were doing because so they were just repeating my tweets. They weren't sort of doing new things, but they were doing it with wow. sort of. Um, and because you were blocked, you couldn't see any evidence of yeah. it. Yeah. Shit. Mad. Yeah. Do you know what though, guys? It means you bloody made it. <laughs> Come on! Fucking heroes, that's yeah. something. Yes. Absolute legends. <laughs> Lovely. Right. All right. Well, let's put this dog down. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot this old. It's ready to go. <laughs> it's ready. This old hound in the Every, head. Everything ends, <laughs> even the greatest podcasts. Um, Rosie, thanks so much for coming on. Have you had fun? Thanks for having me. It's been lovely to see you. Do you have a nice thing to to say? <laughs> about um, either of us you no, you have nice a, a, a nice uh, just to bring us back up after the mundane thing do you have a nice thing you're doing at the minute or something we can see I, as well as obviously I don't, I don't know lot. just just um, your you show just check out my podcast at nonsense it's called nonsensored of course find me on the twitter it. check it out which i was on it was a lot of fun you were so good it was Colin really good was very fun. good it was, and I, I'm part good. of your company now, aren't I? I'm one of part of part of the rep. You were sharing. I'm doing rep. I'm doing rep for Rosie Holt, darling. Um, yeah, lovely. All right, thanks very much, uh, Rosie. Um, Thank thanks everyone you. for listening, and follow us on at at Pete Heat and at Colin Holt and at. Rosie Holt, is it? Did, at Rosie, did you, Holt? Did Rosie you say, is a Holt. I'm, I'm going to cut in, although Holt. you were just wrapping it up nicely. Did you actually yeah. say a nice thing, or was the nice thing your podcast? Have I, have I missed it? <laughs> well, I said no, no nice things. No nice I things. would say, as a nice thing, um, yeah. that uh, this has been very nice. Yeah. <laughs> lovely. 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 All right, that'll do. That's good enough um, for us. You're welcome. I'll say, as a nice thing, I went to the gym. And I was really hungover and I ne nearly threw up, but I didn't. That's really nice. <laughs> That's, That's nice, lovely. isn't it? That's lovely. My nice, nice thing. thing yeah, fresh mint tea.
<laughs> you know when you got like actual mint leaves floating on the hot water and then here's yeah, a cool that's thing nice. here's a cool thing sprinkle some brown sugar onto the leaves that weighs the leaf down pushes it into the water it's so relaxing to watch you see the see the sugar dissolve you don't even need the tea anymore by the time you've watched that it's beautiful anyway i'm gonna have um, that i'm gonna have that in a minute I'm gonna try that that's <laughs> yeah. you've really you've really done your research i feel like i've been very lazy this week and you've really done your research well, pulled it I pulled it back i've right, really good. pulled it back all right, yeah. goodbye, everyone. Make sure goodbye. you review us and like us and all goodbye. those things. And uh, bye. Bye-bye.